0: Or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today.
1: This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. And I got my good friend, Dr. Herb Ricardo with us here today for Small Biz Florida. Welcome again. Thanks again, Tom. It's great to be here. And uh, if anybody, uh, for those of you who've been listening to us over the last uh, most recent segments, we are coming to you from the Florida Economic Development Council Annual Conference. We are in beautiful downtown St. Pete. We are at the uh, Hilton Bayfront in St. Pete and incredible conference full of economic development professionals uh, talking about the future of Florida, and uh, it it all is good, I believe. But we're gonna we're gonna find out now because we've got two of those economic development uh, professionals with us right now. We've got uh, Pamela Lynch uh, with the City of Sanford. She serves as the economic development project manager. Welcome, Pamela, to Small Biz Florida.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: We've got Tom Tomerlin, uh, who is the Economic Development Director for the City of Sanford. Welcome, Tom,
3: and thank you for having me, Tom and uh, Dr. Herb. Right,
1: there's going to be a little confusion here because we've got two Toms going on. So <laughs>
3: just, we'll
1: try to keep ourselves straight. Um, so again, the uh, Economic Development uh, Office is located in the uh, City Manager's Office at the City of Sanford. And I got to tell you both, I as I've, I've mentioned to you, I love Sanford because it's the home of the auto train. Uh, It is where you catch the auto train. I've had the opportunity to ride it a number of times. So, again, uh, incredible um, uh, tourism opportunity for folks here in the state of Florida. Love it. So,
2: yes, go, go ahead. I can tell you, people that ride on the auto train, we have a trolley. That takes you, a circulator that takes you from the auto train to downtown Sanford. We have visitors come in. They bring their luggage with them because for liability reasons, they can't leave it on the train. So they show up. We give them this very large locker. They put a key on their wrist and they go into wonderful downtown, have lunch, shop. Come back, get their luggage, and go back.
1: Look what I've already learned here, Pamela. I did not know about that. Yes. Next time I ride the auto train, I will be taking the trolley downtown.
3: It's free. And, Tom, one of the first stops on that trolley is, uh, is where Pamela's office is stationed. We have a new Sanford Information Center. And that's the one stop shop for everything business in downtown. Nice. So that's the first stop. It just happens to be across the street from a bunch of restaurants. So that is uh, that's where she's stationed. You'll probably see Pamela if you if well,
1: I'm gonna have to plan another trip. I love the that's trip. wonderful. Right. Great.
3: So um
1: We've had lots of guests on from the conference. Uh, Most have been suppliers, uh, vendors that are supporting economic development. Uh, So we appreciate having two economic development professionals now um, to to have a conversation with about what is going on uh, in the state of Florida in terms of economic development. But let's start, as we always do, with guests. Uh, And Pamela, we'll start with you. Uh, Just a little bit of your background and kind of your pathway uh, to the Office of Economic Development at the City of Sanford.
2: Well, thank you. Um, In addition to years of private sector experience having been in development and real estate, land development, I have close to 10 years, well now over 10 years, over 11 years of local government experience having worked for Seminole County. As a business development manager and the county has seven cities in it sanford of course is the seat but i've also worked for the city of castleberry in economic development so nice. as commute as well as for the community redevelopment agency there as well so i have experience with economic development and community redevelopment
3: nice tom uh, actually pamela and i share a very similar path i i likewise worked for another city within seminole county which was lake mary and then transitioned into the city of Sanford as well. So we've kind of hit and miss each other throughout the county and its seven cities, but now we're together here at the city of Sanford.
2: And Tom does raise an excellent point because we have partnered on various large incentive projects. When, for example, he was in Lake Mary, I was at Seminole County, and we worked on Deloitte bringing their TDC here, their Technology Development Center, which created, I believe, 1,850 jobs at a very, you know, back when the QTI was in place and we worked with the state on that and really were able to bring them here.
1: Wow. So let's talk about economic development in general. Uh, You are in the profession. You are here attending the conference. Uh, Talk to us about the profession. what is the responsibility of, of our economic development directors? I'm sure everyone in their counties, if they're involved in business, they've heard about the EDC, they've heard about their EDO, they probably uh, somewhat um, you know think of them as a chamber, but it really is kind of a different. You know, different purpose and mission. Talk to
3: us in general about the profession. What's going on in the profession today? Now, Tom, I, I suspect a lot of folks have shared um, very similar stories, but I like to think of economic development as a stovetop, and I think maybe that shows my affinity towards food. Yeah. But, but, um, <laughs> but really, the stovetop. Uh, I'm going to say it has four burners, so I don't have one of those big Viking stovetops that right. has six burners, but I have four burners. And one of those burners is do what you can to grow what you have, all right? So business expansion. The other burner would be business attraction from outside, often called business recruitment. The other one is just retain what you have. And then I like to think about the right front burner, which is the burner we use the most. It's Mm. the most important burner Mm -hmm. on your stovetop, at least for me, the way it's set up is that right front burner. And that's everything to do with workforce development. And I think right now, that's the top of the list by far, is is do we find the talent that we need? So that right front burner is workforce development. So Pamela and I, we work closely with two separate chambers. We have our own uh, Seminole County chamber, but then we have a regional chamber, which is the entire county. And, um, and that's the echo that we get. So it's the, it's the other side of the coin for a chamber. Right. Our local
2: one's actually Sanford Regional Chamber. Sanford Regional yes. Chamber. Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, so, so that's the way I, I kind of like to think of describing the profession is this four burner stovetop. Yep. Of course, the goal is to have those four burners burn hot mm-hmm. all the time.
1: Nice. Right. Well, I, I, probably not an issue right now in Florida. I, I would <laughs> assume the burners are burning hot right now in Florida. Uh, but... Let me ask you a question too, because one that always fascinates me is: there was a time in this country when economic development really focused on recruitment. So we were all out there; True. we were looking to recruit, right. get the business to you know corporation, corporate headquarters, uh, factory to move from another state. We offered incentives. Uh, the Great Recession, I think, maybe. Uh, threw a little bit of a wrench in that. And then it became more of the retention growing uh, organically in our community. Where are we with retention versus recruitment today? And, and, and touch on the whole incentive issue now. Mm-hmm. Is that still a, a big issue? Do we still give people incentives? But, but talk well, about that.
3: We, um, here at, at the city of Sanford is, is what I can really talk about. And we do have two incentives in our toolbox. Um, Those two incentives are number one, we have one that's job centered and we partner with the county for it. We happen to call the jobs growth incentive and it's jobs based and it's uh, target jobs that pay uh, over the average annual wage. And then we have a capital intensive incentive, which is a tax incentive, which we use much less. But um, the incentives are—I I know it's kind of taken a backseat statewide, but it's still very prevalent. People still ask a lot about it, right. so I don't—I don't feel like. Um, although I think the winds have changed a little bit with the state dropping out of the um, or not funding the qualified target industry program at the state level, it still comes up quite a bit. So. Um, so in terms of business retention, I, I think that's the burner that you probably have to crank up all the way, right, is is, is don't lose what you have. Right. So it's, it's not to say that business attraction or business recruitment is something burning less hot, but um, I think the importance of retaining and expanding what you have, growing what you have, is even more prevalent today. And I think that's that's um, a real highlight, and I think we had a discussion this morning at this conference about workforce development, and, mm-hmm. and, and we talked about... The new movement for um, for how do we market the state of Florida for for that new talent?
2: I can tell you that within our community redevelopment area, we actually have grants: a new construction grant, which is a maximum of one hundred thousand; it's twenty percent of eligible costs. We have a redevelopment grant, which again, maximum hundred thousand, up to twenty percent of eligible costs. And we have a facade grant, which is a maximum ten thousand. Fifty percent of costs. They are all reimbursable grants,
3: and and the neat thing about the grants that Pamela oversees is that we're doing it under the umbrella of a community redevelopment area. And the exciting thing about that is all bricks and mortar because we want to do things to multiply the tax increment, and so that's that's why we have a little bit more flexibility with the money within that CRA. However, we do
2: have a historic preservation board, so many of the projects, of course, need to be vetted through them.
1: And you know. Going way back in my career, um, I was associated with a with the Main Street program uh, mm-hmm. years and years ago. CRAs were very important tools uh, mm-hmm. for communities. Is that still the case with with CRAs?
2: Most definitely. In fact, we do have a Main Street, which is our first street, and um, the president of that is Christina Hollerback of. You, the well-known Hollerbacks restaurant. Okay. But um, it's doing very well. It's been in place for a few over a few years now. Mm-hmm. And so it's getting legs under it because, as you know, Main Street's in the beginning need a little subsidization. They do. And then from there, they get their sponsors and grow their own.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so it's...
4: Yeah, no, uh, terrific. I'm, I'm fairly familiar with Sanford. My mother lives in DeLand. Okay. Um, and so,
2: right over the bridge. Yeah, exactly. But that's the our sister
4: historic city. Yes. Right. yes. Yeah. That's exactly. right. And fly out of a couple of times, we've been flying sure. out of um, Sanford. Quite so, easy to do. Yeah, yeah. It's a neat little airport. It's mm-hmm. really great. Um, so, uh, what industries are you seeing more that are interested in coming into that particular area? And well, in,
2: in the downtown, that, well, we have four economic engines, which actually Tom uh, could probably explain them best to you. But one of them happens to be the downtown. Downtown is typically our hospitality area. Right, right. However, we are um, seeing some very professional businesses want to use, as you know, second floors and that tend to be more vacant spaces. It's more challenging to fill those spaces.
4: Sure. And
2: many of them have sat, you know, Sanford was founded in 1877. Some of these buildings are mm. quite old, and so yep. they need extensive work on those floors. Um, but with that being said, we're finding people that not only have deep pockets, they have long arms to reach into them. And so um, right now we're working with a couple companies who hopefully are going to go into those. So we would like to, to have those um, offices move into there, especially with there's going to be some shifts in county employees moving to another building in the air, other area of Sanford.
3: Dr. Herb, I, th- I think one thing, uh, and you mentioned the airport, and the, and the airport is mm-hmm. one of those economic engines that Pamela referred to, and it happens to be the economic engine with the most potential for new growth. And the reason I say that is, you know, we have 11,000 foot, linear foot um, runway. We have four runways in total. And um, we have available land that can access the runway off a taxiway. So, so this is kind of a rarity in aviation. And um, we have a great deal of land. And that's the most exciting economic engine within the city of Sanford is to think about how aviation and aviation supportive uses can grow at the airport. Another exciting thing about that neck of the woods, which is in the far east side of the city, is that um, we believe that there's gonna be new industrial and manufacturing growth. And we have the very beginnings of an industrial park. There's literally only one occupier as we speak. But um, everything's in place for that to grow. And that's hundreds of acres. So so it's um, in terms of Seminole County, it's a compact city, a compact county rather. And uh, we have about, um, you know, we were the county seat, but we have the most vacant land within the entire county. And so Mm -hmm. that's that's where we're kind of putting a lot of eggs on our basket out that way. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I I can just
4: imagine, you know, with, um, you know, the Amazons of the world and everything else, the (laughs) supply chain, you know, having an airport so close that um, the movement and shipping of goods um, can
3: really be a big, big part of it. It it is. And one of the things that we're really excited about is we're beginning to talk to a lot of Latin American um, companies Mm -hmm. um, that that import things as much avocados cut flowers right and and they're looking at which is you know the miami airport is is the nucleus for all of that sure but um you know maybe bypassing that on occasion to get to our neck of the woods is something that we're really tom we're is really exactly looking into.
2: right that is exactly what we've heard as well by the time they land there which is a great airport but by the time they land there take everything off there, get it into the trucks, get it in the trucks, drive it up this way. And it's not like us driving three and a half, four hours. It takes them longer. That's right. And they're very time sensitive materials. So that is something that, you know, and that airport seeing, as Tom said, you know, Allegiance had additional destinations. We now have swoop and flare airlines in the last year. I think they added in the fall of last year, Canadian airlines. And I understand they're speaking to some other airlines as well. So,
1: you know, one of the big issues that course everyone talks about in their community is the um you know the friendliness of of the government the ease of working through the processes uh permitting um approvals and of course everybody's claim to fame is our county is you know business friendly and you know we're ready and then you you hear some of those stories and then maybe you talk some folk talk to some folks that have been through the process and they don't see it as you know as friendly as as uh, it's purported to be. But talk to us about your thoughts in, in in your area, city of Sanford. Is it business friendly? You know, do you have a political leadership that says yes? Will you know we will make things happen uh, to bring the business in? What, what's what's
3: the environment there? It's it's a great question, Tom. And, is. and time is money in business, as we all know. I think one of the things that we like to, to say is that we move at the speed of business and not government. And and one of the things that I will share with you, and, and it's not meant to toot my horn and Pamela's horn, is that we are the ombudsman for the business community. And so I would say a significant portion of our week is spent working with business, walking them through the permitting process. And so that's one of the things, I, I'm not going to lie to you, it can be quite tiresome, <laughs> but, right. but, but it is one of the things that we spend a great deal of time on. I would easily say it's probably what we spend about half of our time on, Wow, is right. just walking through that process. Right.
1: And talk about, to um, so, so the, the room is, we have hundreds of economic development professionals here uh, you know, over, the, over the next couple of days at the conference. Talk to us about the competitiveness between the 67 counties. At some point, do we all pull together for the state of Florida? Obviously, you may want some things in, in your uh, you know county and, and city. Uh, what about that friendly competitiveness amongst economic
3: development uh, professionals in the state of Florida? Well, what a question. I, what, what I'll tell you about that is... Um... Obviously, everybody's going to say it's a team sport, and it right. is. Uh, but I will tell you that within when it comes to Central Florida, we have a regional economic development arm across the river, I call it, which is Team Volusia. And then then we have the Orlando Economic Partnership, which mm-hmm. is a regional economic uh, development organization for our for our neck of the woods on this side of the river, and the river right. is St. Johns River, right, Lake Monroe, we call it. And um, and we've actually recognized that. It's a team sport and we've formed something called MEDO, M-E-D-O. We call it the Municipal Economic Developer Organization. It's basically, we talk to both sides of the river because we have these regional economic development arms that don't really cross-pollinate. Well, they cross-pollinate, right. but, but but not on a, on kind of a daily basis that we do. So we're hyper local, right? We're at the we're at the lowest, uh, or not? I shouldn't say the lowest. It's it's the most local level right. of of economic development because we're city economic developers, and so we recognize that. Let's work together. If I lose a project, I'd much rather lose it to a neighboring city. Right. Sure. Then, in fact, we contacted
2: them. You know, we'll right. do whatever we can to keep something there, or retain it. But if we can't, we call the neighbors and we introduce them right. because yeah. we recognize they're either going to live in our city. They're going to definitely right. frequent our city. So why not? You'll yeah. get the spinoff.
3: Yeah. They're going to come eat at our terrific German restaurant for sure. That's right. And, <laughs> and I know that. You know I that restaurant. Know that.
4: I know that restaurant <laughs> yes. very well. Yes. Family is German, yes. actually. Um, and so I've, I've gone there a couple of times. But yeah, Sanford is a clear feeder for Orlando, people living in Sanford because of the the cost of homes and everything else, and then working. And, and of course, you know, the. Uh,
3: Dr. Herb, and, and not only that, um, it, and we sometimes lead with this, We we need to shout from the rooftops we have a schools. Seminole County School District is one of the best in the state of Florida. And so that's that's a big factor in selecting a home.
1: And okay. you know you everyone's mentioned uh you know Herb just mentioned you know your the proximity to to other uh counties mm-hmm. and neighboring counties. I mean obviously uh, you know things have got to be getting uh, again to your burner analogy pretty hot because you are uh, closely tied to that Orange County Orlando
3: market, does that does that play a factor for the city of Sanford? Oh, sure it does. Yeah, yeah we're, we're st- it's part of the you know the region, and obviously you can go pretty much anywhere on earth and you say Orlando, people know where that is, right? Because of you know some big employers there that That's we're right. all familiar with, yeah. but um, that that plays that plays um, a part. But I think we're we have our own unique identity. As a matter of fact, Pamela mentioned the city of Sanford was founded in eighteen seventy-seven, but it was a settlement even far before then. Right. And I can show you some maps because we have a history center there that's wonderful to visit that actually shows the city of Sanford and the really big type and the city of Orlando is this really small type. <laughs> but it that was 140 <laughs> years ago. But but, <laughs> but, but, right. but, but but um but it just speaks to the fact that there there's power and having that nucleus of of um of, you know, Orlando being our true metro sure. area, but we, we specialize in certain things in Seminole right. County and Sanford. Talk to us a little bit about growth
1: too. We, we talked about retention. So obviously a big, uh, focus for you is to retain what's already there. Mm-hmm. You got great businesses. You got probably some legacy businesses there, multi-generation talk about growth strategies. Are you seeing uh, which, which I'm sure you are, but, but how are you leveraging, um, we got Amazons coming to town. We got, you know, we've got those kind of businesses coming. Do you see that opportunity for um, your current businesses to grow by leveraging all this new business? Do you see entrepreneurial opportunities for startups and spinoffs to support these new businesses? What, where, where are you, where's your thinking on, on that, the, yeah, the yeah. organic growth?
3: Yeah. Tom, as a matter of fact, I think we see all the above. And and one of the exciting things we were both working a project with a manufacturer in mm. the city that's a long-standing manufacturer, and, and he's having growth pains, so he has to find new places. And I think this is a really common occurrence in all the EDO offices ac- across the state. And us being the most hyper local, being city economic developers on this side of the table, we. Um, that's one of the things that we find a challenge, and and that goes back again to well, let's lean on our neighbors if we can't find the ideal spot for them to, to grow in Sanford. Fortunately, we do have raw land. The, the unfortunately, right, the good and the bad with that is that it's raw land, right? right. So, so so built space is kind of hard to come by, especially right. with the kind of things that are most active right now, which is the logistics the distribution centers, and any kind of manufacturing floor. And flex office is extremely hot right now in the city of San Francisco.
2: Tom, you raise a good point. I mean, he's right. And that particular manufacturer, there was some available raw land. But the question is, what's their timeline? And are there even utilities ran to there? And if not, who incurs the cost of that? So
1: And, uh, I guess my final, uh, question is, is about an issue that's very near and dear to our hearts at the Florida SBDC, but all of this growth requires capital. Um, what are your thoughts on capital from the, from the viewpoint of economic development, um, specialists and
3: professionals, where are we with capital access for these, uh, companies to grow? Where are they getting the dollars? You know, um, I, I would like to say is from your retail banks, yeah. but, but, <laughs> but, but um, I have lots of friends that work at retail <laughs> banks, so I'm going to yes. withhold my comments. Yes. 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 But, but, um, but we do have um, a lot of banks that, that in our community and and the good news is that um, we, we've worked several projects where we've introduced a dozen or more bankers to, to folks and and sometimes that doesn't always pan out. Right. So it's it's. Um, I don't know if that problem is ever going to go away in, in the field of right. economic development, but I, I feel fortunate that we do have um, some locally based banks that 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 are willing to take sure. some risks okay. and, and and do that. Yeah. Um. And and so and we also have our incentive programs. Right. And and we're lucky in our CRA and and why 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 I kind of dwell on the CRA is because it's the heart and soul of a city. It's the historic district. We're sitting right here in the middle of downtown St. Pete, a wonderful historic district um, here in Florida. And I think that that, that, um, the way Pamela and I have kind of thought about this is that the quality of place is becoming more important than the utility of location. And, and so that that quality of place is something that we think starts in our downtown. Well, with the quality
1: of place, uh, segue. Here's my final question for you. Uh, think of this as Shark Tank. All right, <laughs> I, I need uh, I need the uh, the one minute pitch. Why do I come to the city of Sanford?
3: You want to take this? <laughs>
1: Go, Pamela. Go.
2: For the character and the charm, everybody wants to come there. I mean, I can speak for downtown. You have just demographically, we hit the entire spectrum. Um, You have the very young artsy people. We have everything from antique shops to, um, you know, artistic different shops we have a, a plethora of different restaurants breweries and all of those type of things so nice. people yeah. love to come to sanford and, 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 and can we, i add to that
3: absolutely yeah, we've actually come up with a verb it's called sanfording i like it and and, and, and and this is basically the act of experiencing sanford and it's more than just it's more than just um the the location it's a vibe and 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 you want to know where we got this idea from we got it from local merchants so it's not something we kind of made up together to say th- we're going to call it Sanfording. This right. came from the local merchants. Nice, and and so that's the nice thing. We have the private sector that's kind of tooting the and horn people, and carrying yes, the message
2: on social media. They'll do that. They'll they'll put you know come see what Sanfording's all about, and they'll post right. their whole night
4: there. So it's great. All
1: right, Herb, I'm in.
4: I, I you know what? And, and I <laughs> have to put I have to um, put that plug in again for that German restaurant. So I, I will I, I I will try to um find some other type of german restaurant in the state of florida that comes anywhere near it so um, right no it's absolutely terrific most it's, people who
2: schedule meetings yeah. with us want to have lunch meetings at hollerbacks yeah
1: <laughs> yes exactly nice so well listen uh, i i was already sold on, on sanford it's it is a beautiful city um and uh cl- close to all kinds of of uh, amenities um, and you, you mentioned, my gosh, you know, airport, you've got an industrial park that's beginning. It sounds like to me you got all the right pieces
3: of the economic development puzzle. Well, Tom and Dr. Herb, uh, I would like to take this moment to just thank you guys. What, what you do in the state of Florida for small business is, is critical. And so we're just thrilled to be able to talk to you today. We hope to see you in Sanford. But more importantly, um, just just keep up the good work and thank you. Yes, Absolutely. we feel
2: humbled, humbled and honored. Thank you so <laughs> much.
3: Listen, keep, you keep up the good work because it is it is a team
1: sport. To your point, it is about making all of Florida grow, and you're you're certainly doing uh, your part in the city of Sanford. So, thank thank you for what you do, and thank you for your time here. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. And with that, again, um, stay tuned with us here on Small Biz Florida. We will continue to bring more segments to you from the Florida Economic Development Conference. Stay
0: tuned. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College. Named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.